Hello everybody, I'm your host, Eric Bird here at StopStrugglingNow.com and today we're going to talk about that millionaire status. How many times have you heard somebody, if only I was a millionaire, if only I can win a million dollars, if only if I had a million dollars. Well, we're going to talk about it today. How do we get there? Let's talk. Stop struggling now, gear. Check. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. talk about that millionaire status today but before we do that you see we're on the stop struggling now YouTube channel page as usual so first up I want to thank everybody who joined to become a member of the stop struggling now website or the stop struggling now YouTube channel on while during the live stream a few days ago it was a, a, an incredible situation where five to ten people joined and uh, a guy named uh, George Maple made an interesting point. He said it was worth paying $10 for me to be his chief economics officer. I thought that was pretty awesome. So anyhow, I want to thank everybody be uh, for becoming a member. And there's a join button over here on the right-hand side. So without further ado, we're going to be talking about this million-dollar club because this is what a lot of people aspire to be. This is who a lot of people look up to be. This is why in America you have all of this looky-loo and where people can pull up with $250,000 cars, $400,000 cars, million-dollar homes, and all of a sudden they know everything even though they don't know jack crap. But it's easier to believe when you see pictures, which is confounding to me. I don't understand. But here we're going to talk about the real deal as always. So let's start with this problem, of course. Some of you may not understand. We're going to talk about how you can get the million dollars and what you have to do to earn it, of course. But you have to understand that's not the end-all, be-end-all in order for you to feel that you're successful or be successful. All right? But we're talking about a million-dollar club today. So let's look at the first things first because this has a lot to do with your whole situation right now. First off, you can see over here, I'm going to have a link down below to this page so you can actually see it and read it for yourself, but only 2.4% of the stock market wealth is owned by black and Hispanic college grad families, despite representing 5.5% of all households. Here's the kicker. The richest 1% of households now own more than half of the stock market wealth. Did you read that? One percenters own more than 50% of the stock market. And the reason why I always talk about trying to be a top 10 percenter, the richest 10% of Americans own 92% of the stock market wealth. So when the stock market gains value, rich white Americans profit disproportionately. Now, do you understand where you should be putting your money? 
And we're going to get into that because that is stock market. And a lot of people who do not have a lot of money feel that they shouldn't put any money in the stock market, that it's gambling, that they're taking a risk, that they're taking a chance. Yes, that's what the stock market is. You take a risk. But how do you minimize your risk? You study, you evaluate, and you determine at your best guess, best estimate, best knowledge that you have at the time if you want to invest in that company that's what you should do all right but what's been happening over the last 10 or 15 years there's been situations of a tesla and apple a microsoft there's been uh, companies that are in health industry banks and things like that where all of a sudden one day the stock is twenty dollars a share and about three months later they're 120 dollars a share this happens so common that a lot of people are doing thinking they could do this get rich quick scheme which doesn't really happen generally stocks rise over time and one of the components that people forever forget about is inflation all right and the reason why I talk about inflation all the time is simply because of this since we're talking about a million dollars here's what a million dollars in 2000 okay the equivalent in 2020, in order to equal $1 million from the year 2000, you would have to have $1.5 million in 2020 dollars to equal what you could buy in 2000. So that just gives you an idea. Due to inflation, it costs you a lot more money. So... Just keep all those kind of things in mind because there is inflation. Just because they had a million dollars in the year 2000, because of inflation, it has now lost value. So you can't even afford what you could have afforded in 2000 in 2020. So now it's 20 years later and you're sitting there going, man, I thought that million dollars was going to last me forever. And the next thing you know, you're starting to run out of money because everything costs so much more. In fact, they lost almost like $500,000 in value when you reverse it. So that's all I'm trying to tell you. And what they're using here is ridiculous. They're using an inflation rate of 3.36%. Well, I got news for you. It's not 3.36%. Try like 10%. They just don't want you to believe that. Like I said, so... Keep these kind of things in mind when you have this mindset going, if only I had a million, if only that. No, it takes you X amount of years to get up to that. Then once you're there, there's still inflation, so you still have to do something with your money at that point as well because there's like a 10% inflationary cost. And just face facts, it's going to go higher because they're printing money, uh, trillions of dollars. So I want to give you another thing about why the one percenters, top 10 percenters win is because they have insider trading. You see this headline here, Warren Buffett just made a fast $800 million. Now, you might be thinking, if you're on the outside looking in, that when the IPO came out, and it came out at, what, 240 or 235 whatever it was, and you're going, okay, it went up to 319 midday, and then it dropped back down to like 245 on the first day, and it's still somewhere between... 240 and 260 right now you're like how did he make 800 million exactly well this is what happened ladies and gentlemen before the ipo came out remember these are the wealthiest people they have insider trading before the ipo came out 
Salesforce, and Warren Buffett each was able to buy $250 million worth of Salesforce, I mean, uh, Snowflake stock. Not at the 200 and some odd dollar price, but at a lower price point. I can't remember what that price point was, but I believe it was around $75 or something of this nature, 120. I can't really remember what the number is, but I think it was it was somewhere between 75 and 120 dollars. That's what they bought it for because they came late to the party. They didn't invest when it was only like uh, $25 or $10. They bought it right before the IPO, like a week or two before. They each put in $250 million. It opened at $240, all right, or $235, whatever it was. So now they doubled their money. $500 million was made right there. And in fact... Why don't I just go on the screen right now, since we're doing this. Oh, we have a problem. But the Snowflake IPO, we'll check it out and uh, see what their price is right now. Um, I didn't mean the IPO. I meant their stock price, right? Um, stock. 227. All right. So I'll leave this article up here so you guys can read through it and see how he made his 250 million because as you can see what I told you bought 250 million worth of snowflake which it turned into 4 million shares it surged 111 to 253 so take in about so you can read how this translates into these guys turning 250 into 800 million so you as an ordinary citizen you would have had to buy at the 235 or the 240, whatever the price was. And there it is. He bought it at 120. So, again, this is the kind of thing that they had insider trading. We as individuals, we can't buy, we couldn't have bought before it came up on the, I don't know what exchange they're on, but we couldn't have bought before the exchange at 120. If we could have, we would have been just like Buffett and Salesforce. Just like the other one percenters, we'd have been all in with them. We would have said, okay, yeah, here, here's 50 million. And then they would have doubled your money. Now you got to hold it. Otherwise, you got to pay 25% on the gain. So on $50 million, are you willing to give up 10 or 12, 12 million? Or, yeah, 12 million. Um, that's the question. And some people would say, hell yeah. You mean I get to walk away with 38 million after tax? So be it. Let's do it. So these are the kind of things that they have an advantage. Rest of us are buying at 240, 250, and then that's why the stock goes down because the price doesn't support it. That's what's happening. The ordinary citizen bought it at 240 and now we find out it's at 227 or 235. So now it goes down and we're holding the bag. So anyhow, I just wanted to illustrate how these guys are getting ahead and you hear the big time stories, but you have to understand how they're doing it. All right. So now I'm going to show you a list here because a lot of people don't understand while they're at work, while they're at a job, while you're doing whatever you're doing and you're sitting there going, OK, I make uh, $5,000 a month. I'm giving my 401k $500 a month and I'm earning like they're sending me statements saying I earn 7% per year. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it takes a lot more money than that. So you have to understand what's going on. If you're doing this right now, there's nothing wrong with it because you're earning interest on your money. 
but I want to show you a simple calculation, a compound interest calculator. And I'm at the, as you can see, investor.gov website for the calculator. And I started with an initial $100 in this example. Now, what most people don't realize is 25 years, starting out at 25 years, I have to contribute $1,400 per month. Whether you break that down into divided by weekly payout or, or by monthly payout where it's $700 every paycheck or if it's $350 every paycheck, if it's weekly, you would have to put in $1,400. And the thing is, most people... When they get out of high school, they get a job, they can't afford to put $1,400 into any like a 401k or mutual funds or whatever like that. So let's just face facts. When you get out of college and you have debt and things like that and trying to get a job, you're not putting in $1,400 a month, even when you get your first paychecks. But in our example, this is what you need for 25 years later at 7% interest and in fact I'm going to compound it semi-annually which means every six months and look at this at that point 25 years later you will have 1.1 million dollars okay I just showed you what happens when you're doing this with the inflation this is 20 years later, and your $1 million, you have lost $500,000 in purchasing power. You would need $1.5 million, which now means your $1,400 a month model isn't going to work. So now we'll, we'll just guess. I'll go up to $1,700 and see if we get close to uh, $1.5. one3 Okay, that's not enough. So clearly, I guess it has to be $2,000 a month, which is 24. Yes, you would have to do 2000 close to $2,000 a month in order to have $1.5 to offset the inflation that's going to happen to you. So you might be saying by now, Eric, get on with it, man. How do we make money beyond this other scenarios? Well, like I've been saying monetize yourself because the bottom line of the story is right now is the time that you can build because how I've been saying it all along social media can help you overcome this situation because you're going to need extra streams of income because if you have a job 70% of the population cannot put in $2,000 a month $1,700 a month into an investment program that earns even 7% a year compounded every six months. So what can you do? Streams of income, streams of income, and we're going to talk about those streams of income. All right? So I just wanted to illustrate to you, when people say it's easy, just put it in 401k, do whatever, you are missing out on inflation over 20 to 25 years that is unaccounted for. Because look at things this way. If you have a million dollars today and you had no other streams of income and you would say, I'm a millionaire, the fact of the matter is if you lived 20 years, that's $50,000 a year that you would be have a, as a, as, as your, what do you call your 
Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, have a cluster. But anyhow, that's what you're going to call what you have annually is $50,000. And that's what you're going to be able to use every year for 20 years. What happens if you live 25 years? What happens if you live 30 years? So therefore, you have to put your money somewhere that can help create a little interest to offset the inflation. And that's where you have to turn over your money to who? These, these mutual funds, stock market gurus, things like this. And now you don't really have access to it 24-7 like you like. But that's the necessary evil. Otherwise, you're going to fall behind the eight ball where 20 years from now, you're, you're 500000 that you have left. You're not going to at 50,000, you're going to be like, OK, I, I got to take out more than 50,000 because it costs me more to live. That's what would happen. So this is why I wanted to give you a heads up on how you should start thinking, because the longer you keep working at a job and thinking that you're just going to put away four hundred dollars a month or five hundred dollars a month, you do see now that you have to start putting in big chunks if you're not planning on investing the money yourself. Because as I illustrated a few days ago on the live, you could earn more than 7%. But you have to figure out where you can go for that. And I like to go for dividend stocks, right? I like to go for stocks that might rise in value. Tesla, Apple, EV plays, healthcare plays, LVGO for stocks. So I'm recommending you should invest in stocks. Now, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial guru. None of that. But I just wanted to give you an idea that this is the kind of thing that you're going to have to deal with. And then what else does people think about? Who's telling you to buy real estate? Who's telling you to get loans on mortgages? That you're going to live in a house and pay off for 30 years. Well, I got news for you, ladies and gentlemen. Home values usually only go up 3%. And you, I'll have a link down below so you can see this for yourself. Because here's the case, Schiller index 3.3 3.13 percent during quarter two adjusted for inflation this is a uh, 2.29 percent quarter three 2012 now uh, keep in mind if inflation is 10 percent and if inflation is five percent which it is then you do realize your home price going up kind of outpaces your paycheck it outpaces everything how much money you're going to have saved. It's going to outpace that as well. So now what's going to happen when somebody tries to buy a house five years, six years, ten years from now when the housing price increase is higher than your income and they've already got the interest rates to zero percent. Keep this in mind. This is why they can have a lot of people refinancing, causing the bubble to rise up for the housing of real estate costs. Now, if you're going to turn real estate into somebody's renting the property from you and they're actually paying your note, that makes much more sense because now somebody else is paying for your appreciation and price. So this is why the wealthy also say get real estate. But let me put it to you another way. If I'm a one percenter, I want people to buy homes, too. Why? Because I'm going to turn those 10 homes that I'm charging $400,000 for, I have $4 million, I'm going to run out of here and create a derivative and tell somebody, hey, these are AAA rated, so everybody's paying on time, who will give me $2 million? And you can have this note, you can have these 10 home notes here. 
a lot of people hear what I'm talking about because they do know they've had a mortgage and all of a sudden they get a notice that there's a new mortgage company send your payments to these people. That is what happens. So again, I'm a top 10 percenter. Why should I take a risk? It doesn't cost me anything. All I did was allow you to give on paper, say that you're going to pay me $400,000 for this loan at 3.5%. And I didn't do anything, so I'm just going to sell it up front. So I'll take my $2 million. Somebody else can take the risk for the other $2 million. But I'm out of it. And now I'm using that $2 million to actually buy some other asset. You follow where I'm going with this? So that is how you should think of real estate. To use it as an asset like you use money. Alright? Another thing. So, with all that said, the last but not least, after I've been on here for a minute, way too long. The eight streams of income is what you're going to need. Number one, as you can see, is earned income from a job. Everybody knows that. But the reality of the situation is you're going to need profit income and they have buying and selling here on the list, right? So now you figure get your seven streams of income because that is what most millionaires have. So as long as you have money coming in, inflation doesn't matter. Investing doesn't matter because inflation goes up with the day-to-day operations of every business. So five years from now, when I'm still have a link down below for my jewelers club, the items at my jewelers club will go up based on inflation. I will still be getting paid in that today's inflationary money. So it won't matter what the commission is because that's what I'm getting paid in today's money. You follow what I'm saying? So therefore, this is why you have to have these extra streams of income. And I'm going over them really short. I'll almost end this video. But interest income, they call it lending money. Fine. Royalty income, using your idea. If anybody watches Shark Tank and they go, hey, I want to license this product. They license the product with their name. A lot of people know with sports, it says licensed on it. And that just means the NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB for the major sports, they get a piece of every sale. So if you have an idea and you license your idea, other people sell it, you get a royalty. You get money coming in the door. Dividend income, everybody knows. I did a video on stocks and dividends, how we can do earn 10% or more. That was part of the way, doing it with dividend stocks. That video is about three videos ago. You can do a search on the channel. Rental income was just what I was referring to. If you're going to use real estate as a vehicle to become wealthy, then you want somebody else renting your house. You want somebody else renting your uh, fourplex, threeplex, twentyplex, a hundredplex, whatever the case may be. Capital gains, that's assets increasing. So real estate, you have bought something, it's three hundred grand. It goes up to six hundred grand. The difference between what you bought it for and what you sell it for is six hundred grand. Your 300000 that you have in profit is subject to capital gains taxes, all right? But that is considered capital gains, whether you're going to pay 15% or less will depend on what you do with that profit. If you use that profit to reinvest, and this is why home prices also go up, because people go, well, if I got to pay 100000 in tax... Well, then that means I should just go buy a $400,000 house 
or a $500,000 house to offset my capital gains. And you do get some like $100,000, $150,000 um, exemption when you reinvest the capital gains. So anyhow, that's a whole nother subject matter. And then you can see number eight is residual income. This is exactly what you do on social media. When I make a video, people are watching a video that I put out two years ago. They might click on a link from a two-year-old video, and yet I get commission for the, when they bought something or when they signed up with something from two years ago. That is passive income. That is what you really want to establish. So keep all this in mind. And this is how if you go with your, you don't have to do all eight. You don't have to do seven. But if you can get two or three streams of income, now you have that extra 1,000, 500, 1,200 to invest in something, whether it's the stock market or not. But I always say I'm with wherever the one percenters are. Where the top 10 percenters are, that's where I'm putting my money. I'm with them. But I go a little sideways and I say, hey, maybe I need a little crypto. Because the top 10 percenters, you know, they they grew up when there was no crypto. So maybe the, I should be in a little crypto situation here, which I am. So you got to get some crypto, right? Why not? Then you might say, hey, what about that gold and silver? Let's do that too. Might get a few of that precious metals just in case there's a bad thing that happens. So... Anyhow, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you get with the program, and this is how you get your million dollars. Quickly, not 25 years later, you get to a million dollars a lot faster when you have six, seven, five streams of income that you can now use that income to invest. And then by investing, you create more value for yourself, and you create more money that's available to you to get to your million-dollar goal faster. So with all that said, Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. This is why we're trying to get the credit right. This is why we're trying to get the streams of income right. This is why we're trying to tell you to monetize yourself right now. You live in the greatest economic boom of all time. And... The stock market is allowing you to because there's EVs coming out. There's medicine coming out. There's Zoom that's a big time now. There's a bunch of things that weren't even thought of just 10 years ago that is now on the forefront of technology. And you can actually invest for 5 to $10, $20 in a whole bunch of companies. You just got to take a risk, take a chance. And that's what life is all about. You go to the movies, you go to the club, you go buy clothes, you go buy shoes, you go buy cars. You don't think nothing about the value. But for some reason, when people say, I'm going to invest my money in stocks or real estate or something like that, I don't want to lose. And I'm like, didn't you just go out here and buy a $50,000 car? That's lost. It goes down in value. What are you talking about? Didn't you just give the guy $2,000 down payment? That's gone. And the value of the car is less. Didn't you just go buy $200 worth of clothes? What are, you, what are you talking about? You just, that's less too. You can't get $200 for any of that, those clothes you just bought. So I'm just trying to illustrate. You have a way to create your millions of dollars. Get started now. Everybody starts small. And then one day you can start big. Next thing you know, you can do larger activity. But you got to start sometime and just stay the course. And with all that said, keep your head up, keep moving, and I'm out.